Dumps it off. Revan Jordan. He's in. Yeah, you gotta just gotta keep it. It is what it is. Like you don't want to make it too high. You don't want to make it too low. It's just a regular game. Since I told my teammates earlier, like same game we've been playing since we've been young. You know, so nothing changes. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The voices of Chris Myers, NFL on Fox, and then Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud ahead of Saturday night, tomorrow night's win and in game against the Indianapolis Colts, where the winner of that game, Texans and Colts, at least clinches a wild card berth. And if the Jaguars, who, by the way, Trevor Lawrence apparently going to be a game-time decision on Sunday for their game at the Tennessee Titans, uh, Jaguars lose that game, the winner of tomorrow night's game, AFC South champion. Uh, we'll start our guests on the show coming up next hour. Sam Paniadovich joins us at 4 o'clock Eastern time. We'll also be simulcast at Stadium from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. For the people watching on YouTube and Twitch, Send in your favorite football bet for the weekend. We'll talk about it coming up in the third hour of the show, the 5 o'clock hour Eastern time, youtube.com backslash Sports, twitch.tv backslash betql. For now, though, Jake, bring the music up, and Ken, let's talk Offensive Rookie of the Year and kind of fold it into Coach of the Year, right, with uh, with D'Amico Ryans and Shane Steichen. And I said kind of going to break, you know, I do, do we just kind of need Stroud to play well? For We, meaning like Stefanski betters. And hopefully you're watching, listening to this right now. You you have some Kevin Stefanski. Do we need, like, Stroud to play well, Texans to win, Houston gets rewarded, and then maybe Will Anderson wins also. Whatever. We can talk right. about that in a second. And this way Stefanski definitely wins, and Stroud just gets Offensive Rookie of the Year. So give a thought on that if you'd like. And then let's talk this award, uh, where Stroud is now minus 900. Puka Nakua moves from plus 450, now plus 400. So Stroud obviously still a big favorite. And for people that don't know, just to reiterate, Puka is four receptions and 29 yards away from setting both rookie receiving records in the history of the league. Uh, Cup's not playing. Stafford's not playing. Aaron Donald's not playing. Kyron Williams isn't playing. Conspicuous from that list is Puka Nakua. The Rams are going to get him these records, and then they're going to pull him out of the game. So I think we can pretty much count McVay on barring injury. This isn't yeah, like that, desperate that's, that's, like McVay literally That's what, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. So, like... I think we can count on, barring injury, which would be heinous, obviously, for the young man. Barring injury, Puka Nakua will exit the season with the with those rookie-receiving records. Um, again, that's the framing for Offensive Rookie of the Year right now. What do you think? Stroud, still a huge favorite over uh, Puka Nakua. Uh, there are a couple that I feel like I have a really bad read on, which isn't, like, that problematic, because I don't have, like, that much money in this, but this is one of them, and Defensive Player of the Year is the other one. Uh, where like I, I read all this stuff from voters and it's all like the way that this is described by most people who vote who have spoken about it or written about it or whatever been on a show about it the way it's described mostly is like well maybe this but maybe this like it's how it's like every single person talks about this and there's I would say there's more confidence towards Stroud by most of the answers to that question like well Stroud's had one of the great seasons but like if Nakua broke the record I don't know like that's how everybody talks about it be like well that doesn't that doesn't tell me a whole lot it also doesn't tell me if like push comes to shove if you would actually not vote Stroud or like you would you really vote Nakua with him holding the records uh I don't think a lot of vote I think I think some voters have made up their mind and it's Stroud but I don't think it's very many and I think there's a lot of votes left to kind of where people are thinking through what they want to do. And you have Stroud playing a really important game. And then you have like Nakua actually getting the record, which seems like a formality, obviously. Um, so I, yeah, obviously that is much more like him getting the record is 
20 times more likely than Stroud winning because Stroud winning is like a coin flip and Nakua getting the records is going to be like force fed. Um, but Stroud has the opportunity to make a much more like impact statement by winning a, a primetime game. So, uh, you know, is the market mispriced versus what I've read? Maybe a little, but not a lot. Maybe Nakua is a little more likely to win than this because you have to price in some Stroud losses and some Stroud bad stat games. And that's probably like not a one in four thing. It might be like a one in two thing or like a one in two and a half thing um, that that happens. And like if he folds on Saturday night, like I I think there's like a really real chance that Nakua wins, honestly, um, just based on everything that I've read. So, you know, you're talking about a four to one that should maybe be like plus 250 or plus 200. This isn't like, oh, my God, something crazy is happening. It's again like it's an award market, much like offensive player of the year maybe much like some of the other markets we're getting into where literally the performance of one player in one game which is random uh is going to dictate who ends up winning and that's like a that's it's tough to feel confident about what's going to happen because it's basically be like oh i think stroud's going to be like okay do you, do you think the texans are going to win the game on saturday i'd be like well i don't know like oh okay then you can't say that because all the people who vote are telling you that that matters to them and that hasn't happened yet <laughs> so like it's it's tough to say things with a lot of confidence so i i agree that stroud is a bigger price and I think it's probably close to what I'm consuming content-wise, but maybe Nakua like a little less just because I think like an average game from Stroud or a below average game and a win still calls into question like whether this is really going to happen. So it's just the only thing that nails it is win and he plays well. That's the only thing that nails it. And everything else at least makes it uncertain even if Stroud wins some of those. So like, so here's... I, I I win on CJ Stroud winning offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. I feel like I need I feel like I need to play some Nakua. Is he the only guy that you bet? Like to a certain no. extent? Like for your I most amount of like, money? Okay. Oh yeah, oh we, th that, yeah, yes. So like I okay. win on if Stroud wins. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, it just depends on like what your what your risk is and your return. Like do you have the equity to spend on Nakua and still feel okay about what you'd win? If, if that's the case, and we'll do this with defense too, like maybe some people are really leveraged on on Anderson or on Kobe Turner or on somebody else, like I, I, I never want to leave it up to like one game of chance when I don't know, like I really don't know how this is going to play out. And I think there's a really real chance if he loses that Nakua wins. I really do, based on everything that I've read. Not what I think. I agree. I just, I just, I read everything and I tell you what I read. That's what all these segments are going to be now. My opinion is irrelevant. Um, based on what I read, uh, if Stroud loses, Nakua can win. And if Stroud plays poorly and wins, it's close. That's how I would describe it. And uh, and and Pete said yesterday, like he'll vote for Stroud if Stroud has a good statistical performance and the Texans. Oh, well, there you win. go. So it's like it's just yeah, like which is he's one person, but I mean he, he right. said it on our show that that's what he thinks. All right, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken talking NFL awards. Uh, you want to do defensive rookie next, then we'll do defensive player. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, Jalen Carter now minus one thirty. The price of was it was minus like two thousand. Like he could still win, just like 10, that 000. price was kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, Carter minus one thirty. Anderson plus 135, Kobe Turner of the Rams now at six. Uh, Pete said yesterday he's voting Kobe Turner basically no matter what. I have $0 on Jalen Carter to win, and I win a pretty good amount on Anderson, but probably not as much as you or some people that are listening who were like maybe more aggressive with the 30 to one a couple weeks ago. But Anderson's a good win for me, uh, and I've spent some of that on Kobe Turner so that I win like a pretty equal amount, whichever of them wins, and I'm taking dead aim at Carter, and I don't think he's going to win. Um, everything I read is that he's, at, at, a, at the very least, he's not ahead 
it, maybe it's close between the three of them would probably be the best, best way to describe it. Um, but it's, I think it's a lot of it is how you close and he's closed terrible and the other two have closed well. And I think that makes a big difference. And I think there's enough awareness that's being brought to this that it's possible that he loses. And I'm even starting to say likely that he loses based on how this is playing out. Now, could he have a great game Sunday? Sure. Could that upset things? And, you know, he has an interception, returns it for a touchdown, that cements his play. Sure, but again, like, think about what you're talking about. What do you think the price is on Jalen Carter pick six on Sunday? 25, 30 to one more? something like that um price to get a sack even has to be outrageous for sunday he only has like six of them this year you know what so, he needs he needs tommy devito that's what he needs he's yeah. getting tyrod taylor so that's that, getting tyrod taylor feel better if it, if it was tommy devito right. you'd feel better about it so it, again it's not he can't win i uh, just i just tell you everything i read uh i get the sense that it's either very close between the three or he's in third like if i had to guess where he is right now i would guess third and uh he's the favorite so I, I would view that as an opportunity. I don't have to be right. And all three of them play one more game. We also don't know how healthy Anderson is, like how many snaps is he going to play on Saturday night? Limited participant in the final practice. Didn't practice the rest of the week besides that. Didn't play a lot of snaps last week. They were also up a lot. Maybe not a ton of opportunity for him. You figure Turner's playing against Sam Darnold probably a lot because they have to play somebody. Like, I don't think they're resting him. So um, maybe an opportunity to accumulate even more stats. Uh, a tough one to figure out. Everything I read, it definitely does not have Carter in any kind of favorite status or in any kind of most likely to win status. Uh, so if that's the case, I'm going to take that aim and we'll see what happens. I think we'll probably save comeback player of the year for a little bit later in the show. Yeah, Let's sure. make sure we hit um, defensive player of the year now. Um, I think maybe the analysis, Ken, might be the same as it was when you and I last did the show together, which was on Wednesday. Uh, Miles Garrett minus 200, or maybe not. Miles Garrett minus 200. Parsons plus 300. Watt at four. Um, I'll I'll use Max Crosby and Josh Allen here just because Pete said that he's going to consider both of them. He, sure. He may be alone in that. Who knows? Crosby's 50. Josh Allen's 100. But it's really, it feels like a three-man race here and I think what we talked about on Wednesday and what Will and I talked about yesterday my opinion at least I, I'd rather take shots at Parsons and Watt and with Garrett not playing this weekend I think the winner is likely to be either Parsons or Watt I don't know if it's like apples to apples the defensive rookie because Carter's playing obviously just that I think like the likely winner is not the favorite in both of those markets okay. curious if you agree defensive player of the year so I think I said like offensive rookie and this were the two I felt like I had the worst read on. I take that back. Offensive rookie, I think I'm okay on. And this one, I'm a disaster. Uh, I've read everything out there. I've tried to read as much as possible. Uh, and I'm still left without kind of a clue. There are a certain segment of voters who are just like, it's Garrett no matter what, because they're the best defense and he's their representative. So it doesn't sound like their minds are changing. That's not the majority of voters, but like Garrett will get votes. Like he'll have some representation in this voting, even with him not playing. I guess the question, the question I don't know the answer to, and it was not possible to glean from any of the material. Everyone's so vague on this, and which tells you how wide open it, I guess, I guess to be fair. Um, is Garrett ahead right now? That's what I don't know. And I don't even know. So if I don't even know who's ahead right now, that, that then that's really tough. Because like, let's say Parsons, like, do I even know if Parsons has a great game or if Watt, who plays again, like a standalone game for his team to get into the playoffs. Like if he sacks Tyler Huntley twice, he will lead the NFL in sacks. They will be in the postseason. Like, really? Nothing? <laughs> like, like nothing? This is, But I don't know. I, I knew Garrett was ahead at midseason. 
I knew his lead kind of shrunk at some point when he stopped playing very well, but I never knew how ahead he was. And there are definitely still people who vote who are just like, it's him and I don't care, which is such a dumb way to think about it, but that's the way they're thinking about it. And I, really the guy who's going to finish third out of the three of these in a lot of the major categories is going to win. It's, I just I just don't know enough to bet. That's just the best way I can put it. I just don't know enough to bet. If you want to take shots on the plus two guys, wouldn't blame you. I just, I don't have a great read on this at all, honestly. I really have no idea. Uh, I, I I like shots at Parsons and Watt. Beat Miles Garrett. I would never say that to his face, by the way. He'd kill me. I could yeah. actually murder me. Comeback Player of the Year coming up later in the show. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. Three great guests will join us next hour. We'll start football bets for the weekend and for Monday night with our friend Sam Paniatovich. <laughs> 